0: welcome to shine on the podcast where older people share stories my name is Phil Harvey season one of the podcast focuses on creativity we meet creative older people in Leeds and find out about their lives Today's podcast is called The Power of Song. We meet Jean and Chris from the Leeds People's Choir. We talk about how singing in a group can change your life for the better. This conversation was recorded as part of a live Shine On broadcast at Chapel FM. You will also hear from Katie Haley, the Participation Manager at the Chapel. Hi, everyone. Now, I'm looking forward to today because we're going to have the opportunity to interview a couple of ladies from Leeds People's Choir. That's Jean and Chris. Hiya. Hello.
1: Hiya.
0: I'm hoping that you're going to be able to talk to us about, let's say, the power of community singing, something I've always enjoyed all my life. So I want to hear about, first of all, perhaps from Jean, what it means to you to sing in a choir.
2: Oh that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Uh basically I've loved singing since I was at school when I've been long it's a long time ago and then we sang every morning we sang hymns and that's as a school child and then I ended up being a teacher and we still sang hymns we used to have that huge song sheet that used uh-huh. to Be turned over with a a very old-fashioned, wonderful head teacher, but we used to sing from that song sheet. So I've always loved singing. Never learnt to play any musical instrument or read music, although the music teacher did try to teach me. (laughs) Um, But now I just learn by ear, and so that's why I like community singing and the sorts of leaders that are in this area, Yorkshire, the wider area beyond Leeds even, who teach by ear. And that's what I love most. How about you Chris? What about you um,
1: i'm I came to um singing th- uh, with Leeds People's choir because a friend of mine um, suggested I went. We were in a business network group together, probably about sixteen seventeen years ago, and she said, "Oh I'm in this great group Leeds people's choir. I'm a tenor there, and we need tenors uh, It's quite unusual for have to have a lady tenor mm-hmm. um." And I said, well, I'll come along and, and see what it's like. And uh, I'm here again uh, 16 years later.
0: 16 years. And what about you, Jean? How long have you been involved um, in the choir? I
2: can't count that many numbers, but <laughs> I joined in 1991.
0: Wow. Well done, yeah, both so of it was you.
2: Only two years after the choir itself was formed.
0: And you must have seen in that time, Jean, a lot of changes to the group and how it formed up to start with. How did it begin?
2: Well, it began with a a group of six or seven friends who I didn't know at the time. Well, I did know one of them because she she and I were very active in the um, anti-apartheid movement Uh in the early days when Nelson Mandela was still in prison. And she was one of the founder members. But I do know the story in that they, they decided to get together and try to form a community choir in Leeds, having... Had fr- they had friends in the Sheffield Community Choir because we believe that was the first choir in the movement that where Leeds People's Choir is a part of, which um, formed the street then it was then called the Street Music Festival and it's now the Street Choirs Festival, but then they also had musicians in it. So, and so they got together and, and said, Let's. Do it, let's go for it. And here we are now, 30 years later. We would have celebrated our 30th anniversary in 2020, except everyone knows what happened in 2020.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And didn't that bring about another song for you with the choir that uh, you're now singing?
2: It did, it did. What happened was when I, because I'd just come back after a family tragedy, I'd just been persuaded by one of the choir members to come back uh, to the choir, and I, I intended to just come and sing, but that's not happened, has it? Um, and when there was t- someone, and I said to them, I suddenly remembered, I said, it's, th- it's our 30th year anniversary in ni- in 2020, in ni- in so that's where the idea from Maggie, who unfortunately can't be here today, she got the idea of applying for funding to Leeds City Council to mark the occasion, so we did, although we'd never got this party celebration, which is what we really wanted. <laughs> but we did get this wonderful song that I wasn't involved in producing, just in, as you do, you edit, don't you? You do the nice bit, the edit. I'm really good at editing other people's work. Um, and that's where my history in the choir and in Leeds and in the um, politics and in the tailoring trade. Tell us what the song's called. It's called Women of Leeds. Can you tell us a little bit about the, your involvement in Sing for Water, which is a, a national program that I know Leeds People's Choir have been involved in? Yeah. Um, again, this came from Jenny because she's based out in Huddersfield. Where that's and your she, musical director? Yeah. Isn't sorry, it? our musical director, and she is. Um, I can't remember the title now. What's her title uh, at at Batley Theatre? Mm. Um, she she's got so she's got an important position there, and she's part of this national movement from Sing for Water, which raises funds for um, the the big charity which is Water Aid, which I've been a member of for what feels like a million years, um, and the Sing for Water is uh, group is based in London apparently. And they have a national event every year. And gradually, since it was formed about eight years ago, I think different local choirs have had their local and a local event and raised funds for it. And last, last this year, sorry, not last year, twenty twenty three. I don't know the reason for it, but it didn't happen in London. But the local groups still decided to do it. And we we sing on the street, and then we all gather in a in slower. This it was slower community centre and the three choirs and they were really, you know, disparate choirs Was somehow we had a rehearsal first and and then managed to produce this amazing sound. but we had a we were very lucky in these people's choir. One of our choir members, who's an amazing singer anyway, brings her daughter, she's about twelve, and she you can imagine she goes out with the bucket to the public and knows <laughs> she's got such gorgeous eyes and she she raised like eight hundred pounds in this bucket. She said people were coming up with pieces of paper and putting and she'd look at me if someone had just walked past and she'd look really hurt. <laughs> I said, People make choices, so that's so we raised a lot of money, and there was a lot of money raised for um water aid, you know, which is amazing you know that's trying wonderful. to get water to everybody mm-hmm. in the world.
1: And we were also entertained by a lovely uh, family from Ukraine um, at the oh, yes. event. Um, it, it was some girls and their children. And they did the most amazing dance for us didn't yeah, they women, and it yeah. was just so wonderful mm. uh, and they'd obviously been in the community of uh, Huddersfield for um, since the um, the Ukrainian <coughs> problems um, and, and that was just a magical moment for us to see.
2: So I had the opportunity of coming down to your rehearsal last night um, just for people who don't know do you want to tell us where you meet and how often? We meet at Swarthmore, which is in the centre of Leeds, just behind at the end of Burley Road, and just behind Parkland College. And it's um, we've been, always met there, and you know, bec- originally because it was, you know, easy for public transport. But again, times change. But we still meet there because it's the um, we feel we're supporting the centre. Which does a lot of uh, work for disadvantaged groups, so we meet at Swarthmore on Wednesday, start at seven o'clock, for two hours, and anybody. There's no no interv- no auditions. Sorry, no auditions. Very very welcoming. If some if you just turned up, someone would go and meet you and recognise you and ask you know, and you just feel part of it immediately. It's just lovely. Um. The first two, t- you can come for two sessions without paying and then make a decision. Some people do decide they want to move. To, it's not what they want. Because obviously there's a different, different types of singing. We are a secular choir, which means that we do not, we sing a quite a variety of songs. And Jenny keeps introducing new ones, depending on what's happening in the world. Um, and... Um, but we do not sing religious songs, that's the one thing we don't do. But everything else is our, our songs of hope and peace mm-hmm. and welcoming a lot for refugees and asylum seekers, trying to redress the balance a bit.
0: Does your choir have a strong social aspect to it? Um. So, social aspect? Well, you get together and uh, are beyond singing you actually know the people that you're singing with
2: yeah we do because um and we have every year we're part of the national street choirs festival and that is an amazing an amazing event because a different choir volunteers to do it every year and every year you think how no one will volunteer and somehow they do every it was in kendall last year And that was a classic example of how supportive this choir is. Because I was going through a difficult time and I could not commit myself. Obviously, you have to book your places in advance and then you have to book accommodation in advance because there's about 500 singers, for example, this year descended on Kendall (laughs) and needed (laughs) somewhere to stay. Um, And I just said to the woman next to me, who had not been in the choir very long, I said, "I I can't commit myself. I said, I want to go. She said, you can stay with us in our caravan and I hardly knew them so that meant I could book for it because the only thing I'd lose was my booking fee and then when we were there and they had this lovely caravan on the edges of Kendall when we were there we got a phone call from a key member of our choir who said I can't come my my van her van that she'd intended to sleep in has filled its MOT and Sue looked at me she said she can stay with us so she phoned her and she ended up there and it's that's just two examples of how everybody just supports one another, and it's, no, it's just wonderful, yeah. Mm. And the event itself is um
1: where all the, the choirs come together in the um and learn songs, and then there's a mass sing at um around this time on the Saturday, uh, and then we will go out in the streets and busk. Uh, this is probably. 40 choirs I would say, Mm -hmm. Uh, up to 40 choirs, uh, which takes a lot of organising. And then there's a concert in the evening on Saturday, uh, which is fantastic. And then we have this free-for-all in the evening where everybody sings whatever they like all together in this mass um, cacophony of sound with various people starting up songs and everybody joining in because all these choirs... Know each other, all the people of the choirs know each other, and the songs that they sing are on the circuit. So, it's that for me is the most special time of Street Choir Festival. And then the next day, uh, nursing headaches and hangovers, um, we have two um, workshops one at nine and one at 11, and then there's a, a picnic. Around lunchtime, and then everybody goes home. But it's a, a really uh, coming together festival mm. um, of sound.
0: That image of 40 choirs <laughs> outside, all singing together, sounds as if you'd out compete most football uh, fans <laughs> in their matches because that's a lot of people, isn't it? Gathering together and getting together. Mm. Yes, all it's to a sing.
1: fantastic sound. Yeah.
0: The choir have a new song called Women of Leeds. The song, written by Fran Wyburn, is focused about three women's stories. Gertie Roach, who led a strike about unfair pay for women at Burton's, cycling champion Beryl Burton, and 1940s MP Alice Bacon. Jean told us about her personal connection to the women in the song.
2: Um, I started my working life in the tailoring trade, because then Leeds was Either, but almost everybody in Leeds either worked in the tailoring trade or in the engineering trade. And I, I started as a machinist. And that's what I was doing until I left at work at Summary's, which was down the road from Burns, which is the famous one, which still still lives in people's memories and where Gertie wrote. is always one of the three women that the song is about. Um, so she was... She was um, after me. By that time I'd left, because in those days I I, I left to raise children, be the mother at home, father out working all the time, because that's what it was like then, no childcare. And then I never went back to the table. That is not absolutely true, because I married a tailor, and (laughs) he used to make suits at home for extra money, and I was the machinist. Um, I always said that he only married me because I could we should do, do move the pockets on his jackets Um and I went into teaching and got very involved in feminist politics in Leeds and um, anti-apartheid politics and that's where I met Gertie Roach who I, I was in awe of I wouldn't be so bold as to call her a friend but I did know her I used to see her and hear her at meetings and it was only much later that I realised that she was also part of this the women, the Trade in Leeds and part of that famous, for us anyway, um, strike in Leeds the Burtons that was led from Burtons. Um, so she was an amazing woman and that's why this, when I, I helped to edit the song a bit because to put it in more in perspective because it was obvious to me reading it, it was someone who A wasn't from Leeds and B had no much younger than us and had no memory of knowledge of the tailoring trade and what it was like and how difficult it was to lead, you know, for women in the, to lead a strike. Um, so that's, that's why, that's my involvement in that verse. The cyclist, I knew because she was the Beryl same age as... No, it was the other woman's name I wanted, Beryl Burton, <laughs> um, because she was the same age as me and lived in, in Morley, but I lived in East Leeds in East End Park, and so we used to see her cycling around the streets, this crazy woman that, because it was unheard of for a female cyclist, well, not many people owned a bike anyway. I never learned to ride a bike, couldn't afford one. So this woman, we used to see her all over the streets of South Leeds and, you know, riding her bike, and it was only later, many, many, many years later that we realised how famous she was. And, And in fact... Because of her in this song, we now, we keep getting stuff about her, and she's becoming quite well known now. So I learnt more, just through that song, learnt about her, was pregnant, and she, and she it was a really difficult pregnancy, so she'd often turn up really struggling, and we... It was such hard work, we all hated it because it was just so, such hard work learning it. But now we all love it. And every time we sing it, Jenny says, Wow, that was great. (laughs) It took us so long to learn it because it was so hard. It's a a great memory, though, that persistence and sticking with something pays off in the end. Yeah,
1: yeah. of her childhood, sick and poorly. Nothing could stop her, turn wheels into wonder. With her eyes on the prize, her soul on the
2: buy, the woman could fly.
0: An excerpt from the Leeds People's Choir singing women of leeds thank you Jean and chris if you enjoyed this there are more shine on podcasts to listen to you can subscribe on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you can find more fascinating stories on our website in the form of podcasts articles interviews and features by and about older people in leeds and yorkshire go to www.theshinemag.com If you have an idea for a podcast would like to join the storytelling team, contact us at podcasts at theshinemag.com Shine On is brought to you by the makers of Shine Magazine with support from Chapel FM. Season 1 is funded by Leeds Inspired.